0: now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo was astounded to hear that a beautiful Italian girl was held captive by King Pantan in the city of Zaitun. The king informed Marco that he intended to marry this girl, Benedetta Corsini, within the week, and Marco Polo decided to speak to the girl. Eventually he found out where she was quartered and he climbed onto the balcony and spoke to her. Benedetta proved to be a beautiful maiden from Genoa. She told Marco Polo that she did not wish to marry King Pentan. While Marco Polo and Benedetta were talking, they heard someone approaching Benedetta's room. Marco Polo hastily took cover on the balcony, crouching down outside the door. Then King Pentan entered the room and approached Benedetta.
1: Beautiful Benedetta, I come now to feast my eyes upon you. You are clad as our eastern women. Lift your veil that I may look upon your matchless beauty.
2: I obey you, King Pentan.
1: I have not yet held you in my arms. I have not yet embraced you. And I will not embrace you until we are man and wife. But I trust that in time you will come to love me.
2: I can never come to love you.
1: You are a slave. But I am about to change you from a slave to a queen, to a ruler of a nation... And you will learn to love. I have waited many years to find a suitable wife. And you have stolen my heart. I will teach you to be happy, Benedetta. Oh,
2: King Pentan. I know that you mean to be kind to me. But I feel that I could never come to love you.
1: You will learn. And now I have news for you. There are two of your countrymen here.
2: Two of my countrymen here?
1: Yes. Niccolò Polo and his son Marco. Marco. The young man, Marco Polo, has performed many valiant feats and has done much service for the great Kublai Khan. I hope to become the friend of Marco Polo. He will be present at our wedding.
2: He is my countryman. May I not set eyes upon him before the wedding?
1: Not so. I have sworn that no other man shall look upon you until we are wed. If Marco Polo seeks to look upon you, then shall he die.
2: But you could not slay Marco Polo. Have you not said he is the friend of the great Kublai Khan?
1: I am the ruler here in Zaitum, the Tower of the Sea. And if anyone breaks my laws, they will pay the penalty. But I do not think Marco Polo will seek to break my laws. I will come to visit you each day before our wedding. Now, do not shrink away from me, Benedetta. It is my desire only to give you happiness. You
2: can never give me happiness unless you give me freedom. Unless you allow me to return to my own country.
1: That I cannot allow. You are my slave. I purchased you. And
2: that is always to stand between us. Always I am to remember that I am a slave purchased with your money. Knowing that, can I ever know happiness?
1: Can you never come to love me? Never. Mayhap I will teach you to love me. Rest assured that all men will bow down before you. Another time I may take you to Pekin... to present you to the great Kublai Khan himself. You will know much glory. You will have riches... You will have many precious jewels and fine raiment. You will have slaves who will obey your slightest command. And you will have a husband who loves you. What more can you ask?
2: Happiness and freedom.
1: You are strange to this land. Soon you will become used to it, Benedetta. Now I go. I will return to see you on the morrow. Do not think harshly of me. Think only that I desire your happiness. I trust your rest tonight will be undisturbed and easy. Farewell.
2: Are you there, Marco Polo? I am here. Come into the room. I come now. Did you hear what the king said?
3: I heard, and I, I find it in my heart to admire the
2: man. But I do not wish to marry him. I do not hate him, but I could never love him. I know that. Marco Polo, will you not help me? I look to you for aid.
3: I shall not fail you, Benedetta. I have known you but for a brief while, and in that time it has come to me that at last Marco Polo has met the woman that he loves.
2: You say that you love me?
3: Oh, you are beautiful. And when I look upon your face, something in my heart told me that my search for the perfect woman was over. I have found her. Can you return my love, Benedetta?
2: I know not. Have not many women loved you?
3: Many women have loved me, but I love but one. That one is Benedetta Corsini. Because I love you, I will not fail you.
2: I could come to love you, Marco Polo.
3: We have to face many dangers, Benedetta. But trust in me. Have faith and strive to return my love. I go now. It is not safe for me to remain here. A moment. What is it?
2: You've said that you love me. And something in my heart tells me that I love you.
3: Benedetta.
2: Take me in your arms, Marco Polo. Help me and protect me.
3: I dedicate my life to you, Benedetta. And in some way, we shall find happiness together.
0: A few minutes later, Marco Polo stealthily left the balcony and returned to his own quarters where he found his father and benno anxiously awaiting him niccolo polo was in a state of great agitation and he greeted marco polo eagerly when he entered
1: marco i am so glad that you have returned what happened
3: Did you see Benedetta Corsini? I did see her father, and I have found the woman whom I shall marry. What madness is this? How can you marry her? Is she not to wed King Pentan? Yes, King Pentan loves her, but I must find some way to make him change his mind.
0: Oh, you will bring us all to our death, Master Marco. Not
3: so, Beno. I desire you now to go to find the General Tarpin Zhu. Beg him to come here and speak with me. Marco! You are not going to tell the general of this madness. Well, the general is our friend. Allow me to speak with him. Go, Ben, do my bidding. Oh,
0: as you will, Master
4: Marco.
3: May I remind you that you have been in love before. Do you remember Juliana Vecchi? I remember Juliana Vecchi, the first woman I ever loved. I was a callow boy, and <laughs> she made a mock of my love. You imagine that you love the Princess Solana? Oh, that is all past. I know now that I love Benedetta Corsini. She is the only woman I will ever marry, and I, I will do all in my power to prevent her from marrying King Pentan. But King Pentan is a goodly man. He is related to Kubla Khan. All that I know, Father, but I cannot live without Benedetta. It seems to me that you will die without her, my son. Ah, Taffinzu comes now.
4: Are you sent for me, Marco Polo? Yes,
3: Tarpinzu. I desire your aid.
4: It is my duty to aid you. Are you not a friend of Kubla Khan?
3: I am the friend of Kubla Khan, and you will admit I have done much service for the great emperor?
4: I do admit it. Without you, he might have lost his throne and his life.
3: I have asked no favors from Kubla Khan, but now I do ask one.
4: How can you ask favors of Kubla Khan now? He is in Pekin.
3: I know it. But you are his representative here, and you can grant favors in his name. What
4: do you ask?
3: I ask that you forbid the wedding between King Pentan and the Italian woman, Benedetta Corsini.
4: Marco Polo, I cannot do that.
3: Well, Kubla Khan can do it.
4: Yes, Kubla Khan can do it.
3: Then will you do it in his name?
4: Why do you ask
3: me this? Because I love Benedetta Corsini... And I wish to marry her.
4: But King Pentan is a great man, one of the greatest men in the land. I would not forbid him to marry the woman of his choice.
3: You can forbid the marriage in the name of Kublai Khan. But what
4: reason can I give for forbidding the marriage?
3: Oh, can you not say that Kubla Khan does not like his relatives to marry women of the Western race? And that the marriage should be postponed until Kublai Khan's permission is granted?
4: I could say that. But what do you intend to do?
3: I intend to win the friendship and confidence of King Pentan, but I must have time. The marriage of the king must not take place this week. I beg of you in the name of Kublai Khan, whose life I have spared.
4: What say you, Master Niccolo?
3: Well, my son has done much service for Kublai
4: Khan, and I think you should grant him this favor, Terpenzoo. So be it. I will seek speech with King Pentan. I cannot forbid the marriage, but I will tell him that I think it will be discourteous to the great Khan if the wedding takes place without his consent.
3: I thank you for that, Tarpinzu.
0: I will not forget.
4: But I make a condition, Marco Polo. Yes? You must not attempt to help this Italian woman to escape. If she marries you, it must be with the will of King Pentan and Kublai Khan. Give me your word on that.
3: You ask much of me.
4: I will do nothing unless you give me your promise.
3: Well, so be it, Tarpinzu. I give you my promise that I will not aid Benedetta to escape, and I will not wed her without the consent of King Pentan and kubla Khan.
4: It is well. I will go now and seek speech with King Pentan.
3: Marco, I will not allow you to break the promise which you made to Tarpinzu. I will not break the promise, but it is going to be difficult. Do you think that Pentan will consent to postpone his wedding? I know not. I only know that I am in love. That I will risk my life, my honor, everything in order to aid Benedetta. Is it worthwhile to risk your honor for love? Oh, father, cease to plague me. Oh, Marco, my poor son. I believe you are really in love at last. I know not how this problem will be solved. But I sincerely wish that in some way you will find happiness.
4: Great King Pentan, I come before you with a humble petition.
1: Speak on, Tabinzu. Are you not the representative of the great Kubla Khan? You need not be humble with me. Kubla Khan is my royal master. I owe homage to him, and I obey his orders.
4: That is well. I have been giving certain matters much thought, and I know that the great Khan does not approve of his relatives... Marrying women from the West. Why, what words are these? I ask that your marriage with this Western woman does not take place until the Great Khan has granted his permission.
1: Hear you, Tarpinzu. Neither the Great Khan nor anyone else shall prevent me from marrying Benedetta Cossini.
0: we now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. King Pantan told Benedetta Corsini that he was in love with her and that in time he would teach her to love him. But Benedetta said that she could never know happiness as his wife. A little later, Marco Polo declared his love for Benedetta and he swore to dedicate his life to her. Then Marco Polo persuaded Tarpinzu to approach King Pentan to request the postponement of the wedding pending the consent of Kublai Khan. Tarpinzu agreed to do this and he spoke with King Pentan and said that the wedding should not take place without the Khan's consent. Pentan rose angrily to his feet and stated that nothing would stop him from marrying Benedetta Corsini.
4: Great King Quentin, I have to remind you of your own words. I am the representative of Kublai Khan, and no doubt he would like to honor you by being present at your wedding. I beg that you do not marry until you have told him of your plans. Doubtless, he will give his consent.
1: I did not mean to offer any discourtesy to Kublai Khan.
4: Will he not consider it discourteous if you do not inform him that you intend to marry, particularly as you have not chosen the princess of royal blood, To be your first wife.
1: Think you that he will withhold his consent to my marriage?
4: Oh, am I to read the mind of the great Khan? I only think it will be prudent to ask his consent... and then to beg that he will attend the wedding.
1: Those are words of wisdom, Tarbenzo. I am sorry if I spoke discourteously to you... but I am very much in love with Benedetta Corsini. I desire to marry her. Still, I will postpone the wedding... I will send a messenger to Pekin to inform the Khan of my plans and beg him to attend my wedding. A messenger mounted on a swift Arab steed could reach Pekin within seven days.
4: That means that the wedding is to be postponed for 14 days or more?
1: The wedding will be postponed for 20 days to give the great Khan time to arrive here if he wishes to attend my wedding. I do this as a mark of courtesy, Tarpinzu.
4: It is well, Pentan. But I suggest that Marco Polo be the man who is selected to take the message to Pekin to the Great Khan. Marco Polo?
1: He would not know the way.
4: Marco Polo is a resourceful man. He will find his way to Peking, and he has a message of his own to give the Great Khan.
1: So be it. Marco
4: Polo shall be my messenger. You are wise, Pentad. The great Khan will reward you well for your loyalty and courtesy.
1: Can it be arranged that Marco Polo leave
4: at once? I will speak with Marco Polo. It shall be arranged.
3: You desired my presence, Tar Zo?
4: Marco Polo, I have spoken with King Fentan. He has agreed to postpone his wedding for 20 days. And he is sending a messenger to Pekin to inform Kublai Khan of his plans.
3: 20 days delay?
4: Yes. And you will be able to do no harm during those 20 days, Marco Polo. You will not be able to aid the Western woman to escape.
3: Did I not give you my promise that I would not help
4: her to escape? You are going to Pekin to take Pentan's message to the great Khan. I am the messenger. Yes, and mayhap Marco Polo, you will ask Kublai Khan for your reward while you are in Pekin. Mayhap you will tell him that you have given your heart to this woman of your own race.
3: I thank you for what you have done for me, Tarpinzu. I will never forget it. And I will do all in my power to persuade Kublai Khan to allow me to marry Benedetta Corsini.
4: Kublai Khan will not be anxious to offend his powerful friend, King Pentad. You will have to tread very carefully, Marco Polo. You are not of our race, and you cannot expect the same loyalties. Have a care that you do not meet your death in Pekin.
3: <laughs> I can care for myself, Tapinzu, And it may be that when I return from Pekin, I shall bring with me a beautiful woman, mayhap two beautiful women, who may win the heart of King Pentan so that he will no longer wish to wed Benedetta
4: Corsini. You may do as you please, as long as you do not plot against the Khan, and as long as you do not attempt to harm King Pentan. A swift Arab steed will be supplied for you, and you will speak with King Pentan. When dawn breaks tomorrow, then you will start on your journey.
3: And may my journey be crowned with success. (laughs)
0: That evening, Marco Polo watched beneath the balcony of Benedetta Corsini. Soon he saw her appear. Then, observing that he was not being watched, he climbed onto the balcony.
3: Benedetta, I have come again.
2: I have been waiting for you, Marco Polo. All day I've been thinking of you. Never did I expect that I would fall in love so quickly. You were the only man I love. If I cannot wed you, I would rather die.
3: Hear me, Benedetta. I love you. And I'm going to try and save you. Your wedding is to be postponed for 20 days.
2: 20 days?
3: Yes. Pentan is sending me to Pekin so that he may gain the Count's permission to marry you. You will wait here until my return. You will be patient and trust in me.
2: I will trust in you, Marco Polo. Oh, you must go now.
3: Oh, let me embrace you first. Let us step from this balcony into the room.
2: Come quickly. I come now.
3: Benedetta, I love you.
2: I love you, Marco Polo. And I will pray for your safe return. But listen. Someone approaches. Pentan is coming. Oh, go quickly. I will go. Remember that I love you, Benedetta.
1: Oh, Benedetta, my loved one, I have come once again to see you. I have news for you. But let us stand together on the balcony in the cool evening air. There I will tell you my news.
2: I would rather not go upon the balcony, oh great king. It is warm in here. Come,
1: step out onto the balcony with me. Oh, it's
2: much cooler out here.
1: Why, who's that?
2: What ails you, mighty king? I
1: saw someone scurry across the courtyard. No one is allowed in that courtyard. Who could it be? I know not someone ran out of the shadows has anyone been here to see you benedetta
2: who would come here to see me am i not your promised bride no one would dare to speak with me Mayhap one of the servants was crossing the courtyard if
1: any man seeks to look upon your face before we are wed that man shall die i swear it
2: no one will look upon my face save you noble king
1: it is well now i must tell you of the plans which i have made and of the postponement of our wedding
0: The next morning at dawn, Marco Polo interviewed Pentan. Then he set out on his journey to Pekin. His swift steed carried him across the boundless desert. At last he came to the stronghold of Manji, the robber chief. The roads were now safe for travellers, and Marco Polo rode boldly into the village, which was Manji's headquarters. There he demanded to speak with Kinsai, the daughter of the robber chief. He was taken to Manji's house, and soon Kinsai came before him.
5: Marco Polo, you have returned.
0: Yes,
3: Kinsai, I have returned.
5: I knew that you would come, but my father laughed at me. He said that I was foolish. He has been urging me to marry one of the young chieftains.
3: Have you fallen in love with anyone else yet, Kinsai?
5: I have not. Oh, Marco Polo, you knew that I was waiting for you.
3: I knew it. And I am going to take you away, Kinsai.
5: I will follow wherever you lead.
3: I am going to make you the queen of a mighty nation.
5: Are you a king, Marco Polo?
3: I will tell you of my plans later, but you must hold yourself in readiness for a journey. I am now on my way to Pekin. In a few days' time, I will return from Pekin. Then we will go to the city of Zaitun. You will come to that city with me.
5: You are going away again?
3: I must continue with my journey today.
5: Tell me that you still love me, Marco Polo.
3: Oh, you are very beautiful, Kinsai. And it is my one desire that you should be happy. Oh, would you not like to be the queen of a mighty nation? Would you not like to have many servants, rich jewels, and a handsome husband?
5: Oh, I would love that.
3: All these shall you have if you will be guided by me.
5: You speak strangely, Marco Polo. What are your plans?
3: You will learn in time. But pack the belongings which you wish to take with you. I will return here in four days' time. Then you shall come with me to Zaitan.
5: Will you not kiss me marco polo
3: not now kinsai i have no time for kisses and caresses but you will have many very soon
5: i must contain my soul in patience oh you are handsomer than ever Marco. well i
3: must go now i must go i i cannot stay to pay my respects to your father Uh, tell him that i will see him on my return Uh, be ready for me kinsai
5: i will be ready marco polo
0: Marco Polo then proceeded on his journey towards Pekin. Day and night he travelled, and at last he reached the great city. On arriving there, he sought out his friend Toktai, who was overjoyed to see him. Marco Polo! This is indeed a
3: surprise. Why have you returned? To seek speech with the great Khan, old oh Toktai. Are you happy in your married life? I do not think that man could know such happiness. Oh... I am in love at last. So, someone has stolen the heart of Marco Polo. <laughs> am I to know her name? Her name is Benedetta Corsini. She is a woman of my own race, but she is betrothed to King Pentan. Pentan is a powerful king. I know it, Toctai, and I want you to help me. First, tell me, how fares Kaile? Does she still pine for me? I am sorry, Marco Polo, but Kaila no longer pines for you. I think her heart is given to a young captain of the Khan's army. She is seen often with him. Mm, It is well. I trust you are fostering the romance? I am. I will not seek out Kaila, but you will tell her from me that she is released from her promise. Now, let me tell you of my plans. Do you think that the great Khan will be willing to reward me for all that I have done for him? The Khan is always generous, but uh, what will you ask him? I will ask him if I can wed the woman who is betrothed to King Pentan.
0: Marco Polo, I am afraid I have sad news
3: for you. Sad news? Why? What do you mean, Taktai? It seems that King Pentan did not trust you. Did not trust me? He sent a messenger to Kublai Khan with a message yesterday. But no one passed me on the desert. There are two ways of reaching the city. There is a short way across the mountains, known only to few men, and Pentan's messenger traveled by that route. Tell me what happened. The messenger gave Pentan respects to the Great Khan, and asked leave for Pentan to marry a Western maid. The Great Khan gave his consent, and Pentan is free to marry when he pleases.